from the Mount Smart faithful to the bandwagon supporters and everyone in between, we share a special bond. The Warriors. This is our year, eh? And come hell or high water, the Warriors are our team. At the beginning of the year, I was like, yeah, this is the year it's going to turn around. And after a few games, you realise that, oh, maybe not. Win or lose, they're our team. Have they got the right coach? Will the owner put up with it? The team's brought me a lot of happiness, a lot of grief, and a lot of fun. Let's go on, because this is Warriors Anonymous. Dawn was always darkest at dawn. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, welcome to Warriors Anonymous. Bit of a tough week, this guys. Bit of a tough week, this. Uh, we've we've been used to a little bit of success so far in 2023, and uh, well, there was high hopes that we could have gone over and maybe uh, conquered the castle over there, but uh, unfortunately, it wasn't to be. My name is Jared Crone, and welcome along. You might notice we are a little bit short on troops. Kind of fitting for our side at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> we've got uh, first of all, we've got. Uh, well, I'll say who's missing first off in the injury report. Uh, Monetasos uh, is away. Um, not only does the NRL go back on um, you know tackles to penalise the Warriors, uh, they've also gone back to um, to seventh form. Says Moneta, he needs to go back and uh, reset his <laughs> uh, finance finance exam. <laughs> no, nah, he's he's doing something pretty cool by the sounds. He's going to be yeah. a very very smart man. So. No, no injury, no injury. That's right. <laughs> kind of just suspended. Hit drop from two weeks ago. <laughs> no hit drops. Manure. <laughs> no hip drops. Uh, speaking of hip drops, um, we've got the the man who's just celebrated his uh, stag do recently, uh, a couple of nights back on uh, on Saturday on the weekend. Uh, any uh, hip drops going on there, bro? Oh, really? No, <laughs> not that I would have remembered. But knowing me, uh, you know, there probably would have been something like that. But I don't remember it. No one's pulled me up, so don't think so. Nothing. No illegal hip drop. No. That's good. And you've kept your eyebrows, so that's good. Yeah. 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 No, no, didn't wake up with any random tattoos or anything? Nah, nah, I didn't wake up with a Mike Tyson type tattoo on my face. <laughs> I didn't Mike need Tyson. to be another lookalike. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. Like fat Mike Tyson, you know, from the hangover. Not like fighting fat Mike Tyson, but yeah, nothing about that. Oh, good stuff, very good stuff. Uh, we've also got, uh, of course, the, uh, the Golf Masters is on at the moment. I understand. Uh, Daniel Fadakura has been out on the course as well with the kids, bro. How did that go? Good, man. Yeah. Yeah, I got I was getting trash talk by my son as well. Because he, I, I like videoed one of the, one drive he had on Snapchat. He just nailed it down the middle. And then he came back to me and said, Dad, now don't head it over the trees onto the car, onto the road. It's <laughs> the one that if people know the Wellington area, Judge Fed goes through State Highway 59 or 58 or whatever it is. So, yeah, there's a... Uh, I've put many a ball onto that little <laughs> bit of stretch of road. So uh, so I overcompensated it and I sprayed it to the right. There you go. <laughs> Fair enough, bro. Fair <laughs> enough. Oh, dear. It wasn't the only thing to go slightly astray on this uh, this wonderful Easter weekend. First of all, guys, did it just kind of feel like forever between games this week? Went from the end so of the Sharks long. game and it just felt like we were waiting and waiting and waiting. And it just never seemed to arrive, the kickoff, and then it did. And it was like, okay, can we maybe not? But um, now, obviously, a massive travel um, burden on the team, which is going to go through the whole season, to be fair. Um, but, but uh, what did you make of the fact that we rested uh, about 12 players from midweek training just to try and, you know, try and freshen up and recover from the previous game against the Sharks? 
yeah, it probably speaks to uh, the in, the intensity of or the amount of effort that they've been pouring into the first part of the season. So, yeah, I guess some some great results we had, and some uh, especially the Sharks game the week before. So, um, yeah, it's obviously having a bit of a impact so far. Uh, the energy levels, the travel times they have, and look, you know, we always know every year. Um, except for the COVID years, um, we travelled significant amounts more than every other team. I don't think Brisbane have left Queensland this year, but <laughs> um, but that's you know that's that's how you know Ralph set up. So yeah, so it's um, yeah, I guess boys under pressure early on, and it doesn't help with a, a growing injury list. Yeah, it is. It's certainly growing. Um, I guess overall, uh, Isaac, looking at the Knights game where we uh, went down by ten points, um, did it just kind of look maybe like we, you know, from all of the guys that we'd had suspended or injured and, and injured during the game, it just kind of got a little bit too much for us in the end. We we just didn't quite have what it took to to get them. Mm, I think um, you have to give them credit for the way they did sort of stage a little bit of a mini comeback. Um, and then just a couple of little mistakes here, just kind of iced the game, really. But it's one, another one of those games where we weren't too far away from being in it, if not winning it. But we just didn't do ourselves any favors on top of, you know, the injuries and the amount of workload we've had to, you know, big shifts we've had to put in for the past five sort of weeks. Um, they'll get those games that we'd previously played. And, you know, Buddha says this every year, injuries are always going to be a big factor in the season. It's a long season. Mm. Um, you know, are we better off just having these little niggles up front and then towards the back end of the season, you know, everyone's in the groove and um, at 100%. But it's just the way the, the NRL is week to week, it's a, it's a tough game. And it just kind of feels like we're at the point now, we've just gotten through our first six games of the season. We're going to do a bit of a quarterly review um, later in the podcast. Uh, but obviously, you know, we've started off the season and now it sort of feels like now we get into the real grinding part and just trying to see who's fit, see who's coming back from suspension, blah, 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 who's going to fit where. Uh, and it feels like that's that's going to be the, the real challenge, especially over the next um, couple of blocks of games. But, um, but are we, man, when we got going in the game, like we, we you know, we stalled again at the the starting line somewhat, um, gave a, a decent lead away. But once we got going, man, again, we looked so good in that middle sort of passage of the game. Yeah, I feel like, you know, those back when you maybe were a bit older, hanging around some cousins, maybe you're like five, six years older and you're having a race, a running race, you're like, okay, right, I'll give you a head start. I'll close my eyes. I'll, I'll do... <laughs> You know, I'll spin around and around and then I'll chase you, you know. So we just seem to, you know, let teams get up early as well. Um, and no, I guess it's nice to be nice to be known to be able to catch teams as well. Um, and, and I, yeah, you're right. I think we, when we, when we wanted to play and we, we were just rolling down with ease as well, I thought. Um, and when we, had ball in some good good spaces, we attacked well. So this, this game really frustrates me because uh, I said it on the chat and, and Spoonie, Jared Wood said, oh, I think the Knights are a bit better than you give them credit for. The Knights aren't great. The, you know, they played, with, they played with a lot of effort and enthusiasm, but I think 
um, we were able to pick them apart when we, not when we say we wanted to, but when we could, you know, set piece tries, that sort of thing. So, yeah, I think when we could turn it on, we did turn it on, but we just, yeah, we just um, uh, gave them too much of a head start. And uh, to their credit, their enthusiasm, um, the effort areas, and, and perhaps being fresher with a few more, um, especially the back end of the game, fresher troops, uh, they got the win. Mm. Yeah, fair. Um, Isaac, uh, I guess a, a little bit of good and a little bit of the bad. Um, Sean Johnson, again, played really well. Uh, maybe on the flip side of it is that he kind of, maybe a little bit too much started to fall on his shoulders. Obviously, we had injuries as we went through the game. But uh, what did you make of his play and, and of the, the playmakers in general against the Knights? I don't necessarily have that many qualms about him having to do uh, more. Because um, I think he's a different Sean Johnson this year. I think he wants it now. He wants that mantle. It looks like it. He wasn't trying to overplay his hand still, even though he was doing a hell of a lot. He wasn't trying to push too much. He was just playing the way he's been playing all year. So I I couldn't really see any sort of downside to him, uh, apart from the fact that you've got to marry Martin off the field and what he brings. But Sean Johnson doing more, I had no problems with that. It's just that um, he does need a foil, you know, to offset his ability just so he can pick and choose his times of when he's more effective. Because Dan was right as well. Like once they had the ball in decent positions, he was just picking them apart. He was just from a standing start running onto the ball, little skip in the outside, short ball to Pompey, done. And he made it look so easy. Mm. So. Mm. If we've got some, someone else on the other side and who that person is, it's a Volkman, is it going to be Metcalf? It's just going to, yeah, take a little bit of a load off him because, again, long season. Long I, don't season. Think, I don't think it's even that. Like, I think the way the, in this particular game is that we just made, we had those, um, and I'm probably diving into the bad areas, but, I mean, they're just topical now. Like, we obviously had, like, four in, inside the 10 penalties in their half, piggybacked mm. them out. Yep. So, you know. And we, what we do, we, we kick well. SJ kicks well, puts them to the corner. We D up on them and then we, the, we let them out. Mm. They mm. kick back to halfway. Then they, they build pressure against us and, and probably scored two or three out of those. Yeah. And then we also had two, um, two, a Cossie and a Montoya era trying to get up too quick to play the ball, trying to, you know, like I know they're trying to get up quick. It's also an element of trying to catch the, the, the marker off guard, but you've, got to execute that, that didn't go away. They score against us as well. So mm. I think, the, how do I put it? Like, I don't think we didn't have enough creativity on the other side for SJ. SJ, SJ just, he just controlled the game for us as much as he could. But we, again, we just, we were just playing, feel like you're playing where every time the, every time the Knights started playing the ball, they were always just let out, let out of their own half, uh, out of their half or give them the ball back, you know. Mm. So it's just it's just sloppy, mm. eh? You know, like, I feel like in, like, the run meters, for example, we dominated run meters. Mm. Yeah. You know, the ball was 50-50. We dominated run meters completely because – and I was thinking, oh, maybe we just rolled down way more than they did. And we did when we could, but the, the early is they just got a nice kick out, play the ball halfway, and they don't need to run, yeah, you know, 40 meters to score try. So, yeah, I don't think we lack creativity. Um, we just – just lacked, um, uh, how would you bit put of, it? Just, bit of polish. We're just sloppy. Yeah. Polish. <laughs> mm. 
I feel like as well, it may be the whole fast starts thing against us is potentially getting into our heads a little bit because what I'm finding is in a lot of these games, in the first five to ten minutes, we're just getting pinged for being inside the ten. You know, again, the repeat sets as well, but it's happening quite regularly in a lot of these games. It's become quite a pattern. I don't know if, like, it's gotten to their heads about fast starts, you know, like not letting the other team get a fast start on them. And then inadvertently they shoot themselves in the foot with their intensity and they give away those inside mm, the 10 mm. um, penalties and they give them the piggybacks. Um, yeah, because I, I remember seeing an interview last week where they said, we're not even going to concentrate on the starts. We're just going to concentrate on the 80 minutes. And then after the game, you hear Ciro talking, they're, they're saying, oh, we've, we've been talking about the starts. And it's like, oh, well, yeah, what is the messaging coming out there in the week? They... Um, just a little bit of, um, yeah, there were conflicting stories. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if you saw that post-match interview with Cyril. No, I didn't see that one. Yeah, because he said that they've been talk- talking about their slow starts and not letting the other team get a fast start, which was contradictory to what we had heard, you know, before the mm. week. Um, so I think it is getting into their heads a little bit, which is, you know, yeah, not ideal. We we did mention in the pre- post-match presser, that um that they're over eagerness. So I guess they're you know, their game's built on effort, especially and you can see it's the Panthers game, you know, like it's that get down, kick corner, grind them, you know, and, and we've done really well this year mm. for limiting, you know, other teams pro, uh, progressions and for the mo- and for a lot of parts except for when we piggyback them out, um, we won the ter- yeah. we won the territory battle, yeah. you know. We were having them kick on their forty, receiving it, and then we're returning back to the thirty, yeah. you know. So that's what you win. That's what you want. So I think, mm. you know, Josh Curran and Jazz, you know, the effort guys, they, you know, the the line speed guys, they bring it. So they just you just you miss your assignment trying to get that slight edge. You you just get off. And even SJ, I think he, yeah, was. Pr- I mean, look, some weeks you get away with it with a, just yeah. a slight foot ahead. Yeah. This guy wasn't, you know, and look, it's the letter of the law, you know, he um, he pinged him straight away. So, um, but yeah, I think it's that whole, well, there's that obviously, just being over eager, trying to fix that start. Um, and, then, and then we've we've been undone in a couple of weeks with just um, not being able to diffuse kicks mm. as well. Um, and I always think, I don't know, I was thinking kick tries like that and the ball spills and, taps back and was it forward, is he offside, what's going on? They kind of initially I thought they were quite lucky they're quite lucky. They can go they'll be fortuitous. Mm. But then I realised, oh you've got to deal with the kick, don't you? Mm. You've got to deal with the first kick. Like with the one that went over to was it might have been over to Cossie's side, comes back and then Bradman best puts that one <laughs> back through the middle to Phoenix Crossland. And it's just like no one's there because you're not you're not structured to be there, are yeah. you? Yeah, it's broken yeah. play. Yeah. It's a broken play. You know? Yeah, so it's it's really yeah. hard. To Maybe stop. it's yeah. really hard to yeah. stop. I feel yeah. like yeah, a lot of teams these days like their players don't put put their bodies on the line to take those those high balls, those you know those bombs. Whereas maybe I don't know, ten or so years ago. It was just the thing you'd have people that were more than capable in the air and were fearless in the air, and. When I see the Warriors' efforts, they kind of just, they're trying to get into position to shield the ball from the other team not getting it instead of yeah. having um, a mindset of, well, I'm just going to attack this ball. Um, maybe not CNK. He's probably one of the very few that is going to attack the ball. 
but you know the likes of Cossie and that they're not they're not shrinking wallflowers mm. they're big big units and we've had people in the past like Yumanu Vatuvais and Kenamalas that were big players good in the air David Fosatua mm. you know why can't we just dominate that space but that just takes a little bit of bravery uh, on their side of things to be able to go up there and um, really make a play mm. I just I'm getting a little bit tired of seeing people just trying to shield the ball because then it is that it becomes a fortuitous 50-50 type game Whereas I'd rather put someone make an effort to get up there. And if they knock it on, well, you know, so be mm. it. But yeah, no. Well, the reverse of that, do you, depends where the kick is, do you just not compete? If the kick is going to be land on your 20, 20 or 30, do you let them go up? I mean, because I guess what we the problem we had is we either knock on or it's a, it's a contest 50 50. We either knock it forward or it drops down. But if you perhaps if you you don't leave the ground, let them make the play. You prepare for the the second phase. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I maybe it's also the, yeah. the quality of the team you're up against. You know, like Dom Young in the years, pretty you know, formidable, right? So mm. sometimes it's about you know their who they put up against you as well. So maybe I guess it's just a big work on right so, yeah. to compete against some of these teams. I think it's just a personal preference as well as a, as a fan about what you'd want to see. My preference is to see players attacking the ball, because um, you know for the defend for the people the people attacking the ball, the opposition team, um, if they know that you're going to be good in the air and you're going to be competitive, it still makes it a little bit tougher there for their attacking players to attack the ball themselves. Where you know, like a few years ago when we had someone like Fosatua, you know, people just weren't even trying it on him. Mm. At all, they weren't. And then it becomes. Then it becomes. We're just not even going to kick to him full stop because he's too good. You just build that reputation. Mm, yeah. So yeah, I'm just more of a fan of attacking the ball. Yeah. And going up for the catch. Uh, we mentioned um, Chan's Nicol Klukstar in there, and uh, he had a wonderful game. Um, all effort, just bloody gives it everything. Yeah. Gets hurt every bloody third tackle and gets up and just you know carries on like he's Rocky. Um, but uh, there was a big moment in the first half. Where he, we thought he'd muscled his way over for a try, uh, and then it, you know, was called back for an obstruction. Um, and then within a couple of moments later, they were back down the other end with that cross kick and then getting a try. Um, Isaac, how big was that sort of passage of play in terms of determining the outcome of the match? Oh, big momentum swing, eh? I mean, the Warriors were up after getting that try. And it seemed like there was quite a long time that passed before they went to no try. Like, oh, no, is this another one of those five-minute rewinds and let's just fucking send Ben Neokore? It was like that. Let's just try and find something. And, yeah, to the letter of the law, it was an obstruction. But come on. Like, Jackson Hastings was, even if he wasn't obstructed, there was no chance he was getting across to to stop CNK. But so, but I, I reckon just, he. I reckon he would have got across. Is just whether he would have, and he would have been part of making the tackle because it was a bit of slow motion. Yeah. CNK did make the line and did take a bit of time. And all they needed to do was to have Extra another ball, play, another player around. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, you don't love to see that, but it's, as you say, letter of the letter of the law. Um, well, I thought maybe we had an opportunity when Ford gets pushed. You know, there's the try that um, the one that Dom Young scores when Valier is all over him. Um, our Ford gets pushed in the line as well, and he gets taken away. But no, they didn't check that as well. Um, yeah, but I, 
I do appreciate uh, the Here's the Prince. Yeah, the Prince ain't happy. Featuring. What's happening, bro? Hmm? He's like, he's like, hey, uh, am I maybe due for a feed right now? I think the thing that Webby was not happy about is, and like happened when we had the Adokar try, we, was it when with the Adokar one, we, we had a try just allowed. Yeah. They, it was the pot, the they, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then they just skin us quickly. So I think that more, he wasn't happy about that. We just, you, you kind of slightly drop your bundle thinking about you being wronged. Mm. And next thing you know, you're, yeah, it's a 12 wrong swing. twice. <laughs> yeah. Wrong I actually twice. had um, uh, producer Matt hit me up um, in regards to that uh, obstruction call. He's obviously a Roosters fan, and he was saying that Melbourne were given two tries using that exact type of play. I haven't checked the tape yet, but um, I'm interested to go back and just have a look and see mm. um, see what he's mentioning because, yeah, um, again, it sparks up a little debate. Is it, you know, a call against the Warriors? But, um, yeah, any, anyways. I think I think we, we the AFB one last week, with, or two weeks before with Reed Marnie, you know, possibly letter of the law, you know, you could have put pinged him, but the reality, they put 40 over it and Marnie was never – didn't have eyes for him mm. and was never going to get there. Um, I do think Jackson Hastings would have got across because of the slow, the, the, the time it took TNK to bust that gap and get you know, Not it was a slow motion, but he forced his way through. Mm. But again, the question mark is, is he going to affect anything? He's going to get there, but potentially. Is he going to, is he going to change the outcome? Maybe, maybe not. Mm. So mm. I, part of me does like a little bit of footy now to it, but. Yeah, it's a lottery. You just don't know. Some weeks they'll go, yep, pull that back. Some weeks they won't. That's right. Uh, speaking of uh, refereeing controversies, um, I'm sort of thinking a bit Shakespearean here, the old to be or not to be. Uh, is it a hip drop or is it not a hip drop? Um, the uh, the one that happened to Timari Martin um, in the second half. I mean, <laughs> what, what are we saying? Like, last week it was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> last week it was. Last week it was. This week they don't even look at it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just and the, this week you have the injury outcome that you're trying to avoid. Last week no one got injured. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and we got pinged. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, and not yeah. even like like you could have gone back. Like they've you know they've set a precedent. Like you, okay, we can go back in the set. Yeah. We can go back fucking last week and check that shit. Yeah. You know, not even did that. Yeah. Didn't even yeah. want to. If they're gonna set a precedent with. Neocore is being, uh, you know, sin bin a couple of weeks off. Yeah. Surely they can just have that as a video clip next to the bunker. Let's need a, we need a point of reference here for this hip drop. Yeah. Boop, play the Neocore one. All right, that's what we're looking for. I see that with um, Tamari Martins. That's a hip drop. Yeah. You know, but, but are the they remembering one, what they're seeing every week? The one, it doesn't even land on him, his legs. Mm. This one, Crossan lands on his legs. On his legs. Fibula. It creates the... Yeah. The potential fracture, yeah, and that's yeah. what they're trying to avoid. Yeah, yeah, strange, just uh, very, very strange. Um, I do. I, I noticed that there's a lot of chat around. Um, a lot of people saying, I think, what you might have mentioned at one point as well, that there's often uh, a lot of penalties against us early, and then a bit of a square up as the game starts to wind down. Mm. Um, thing I, I was noticing in recent times was that if we were staying in the game, it actually worked to our advantage in the end because we start to get a couple of calls. <laughs> As we get right down to the, you know, the nitty gritty at the end. But um, yeah, anyways, 
the truth is out there, people. Um, <laughs> uh, anyways, in terms of looking at uh, what we can do better, um, the the bench. Uh, there was there was a lot of chat before the game, mm. uh, and dare I say, mm. quite a bit after as well. Uh, we yeah. went for the small small ball um, with obviously um, Tane Tuopiki came uh, into the uh, onto the interchange uh, as we bumped up. Uh, how do we bump into the starting lineup? Jazz. Um, so Josh Curran. Josh right? Curran. Yeah. Josh um, Curran. So yeah, that, that that changed a lot of things, and and yeah, I said it changed a lot of how we were going to play the game. Uh, what were your guys' thoughts on that? We'll start with you, Isaac. Well, I, I don't think the injuries sort of helped. Um, I don't know if I was a. I thought I was a fan of that um, bench makeup before the game. And the more time I sort of pondered on, I was like, oh, might be missing a trick here. I think for for me. Um, uh, the bench is a tough one just because I just got issues with the mm. starting lineup anyway with Bunty Ofoa mm. starting. I just really think that he's taking up a, a spot in that 17 that could be, you know, probably better served with another player. I mean, Tom Arley, hey, look, he's getting better and better every week. Is he pushing himself towards a starting spot? I think so. I think, you know, at the start of the season, I was, you know, calling that, He's likely going to end up in the starting um, the starting thirteen on the day, but with Bunty, I just don't feel like he's offering enough. And I, he's a fan favorite. We all love him. I want to give him every opportunity, but with the minutes that he's playing, are we better served giving a young gun mm. a go um, in his place and starting Ale? Um, but yeah, so no, that's, that's, that's good. That's good. I mean, I know there's a lot of people saying the same <laughs> yeah. thing as well. Um, but uh, the the Bunty sort of um, debate, I guess, it's already been kind of bubbling away for a few weeks, and now, of course, yeah. it's it's gotten worse because uh, first of all, um, Tom Ali played really well, so now the question is being asked: What do you think that uh, Webby will do next week? Well, it's all about troops at the moment. So um, uh, for for Bunty, he he will play this week. He has to, well, so I guess when we go to a fully fit team, um, so <laughs> dream back and just, just, just hold in your heart, Warriors, that, that when we have everyone fit, we're, at, we're actually a fucking really good team, right? Mm. Re- and a really good forward pack. So, um, I know we always put these out, we message, I message probably more than you guys are. This is my team, my team, my team. But just think about this. If you have fully fit, we have, AFB, Egan, Barnett, Neokore, Ford, uh, Tohu, and then a bench of um, uh, Dylan Walker, Jazz Tafanga, Josh Curran, and Tom Ali. Yeah. You know, and, and actually, the challenge there for that such a great side is one probably would drop out to have some X factor as well. So, I've kind of just, oh, I just love that sound of that Ford pack and bench. So good. So good. But, like, come back to the, first of all, come back to the bench that we had. Um, I was, I'm, I think I mentioned a couple of weeks ago when Metcalf is available, can we find a spot for a Metcalf player, a Tuopuki, I guess, as well. But I think we can only do that if we have 80 minute men there. And we did, we, had, we pretty much had, I mean, Barnett can probably mm. go close to 80 minutes as well in the middle, if not edge and middle. Tohu can go 80. 
as well. We didn't have him in near Kore can go 80. So because we were so light on forwards, uh, for me, uh, you know, it, obviously the the Egan th- issue as well happened this week. So Suro had to go in there. We we lost, mm. we ran out of sting. Yep. We just ran mm. out of gas. Those guys like Jazz fell over after trying to, you know, when he got, when he got uh, subbed, he was gone. And the try we let in, you know, soft around the edge, you know, Sarah's on the ground, man. You know, those unfortunate type things. There's a little mm. bit of a structure breakdown, but those guys are out on their feet. So I just think we were just, we were lighter forward, one forward. And I, I thought would have, I was a bit annoyed actually. I thought it's a great opportunity. We've got great New South Wales Cup young forwards. We're going to need to bring them in. We've, we're down three key mm. forwards as well. You know, got to bring them in. So, yeah. It, part of me thought you can only have a Tupapiki if you have your senior players back because mm. you know you're going to get plenty of minutes out of all those guys to have the luxury yeah. of going, hey, look, here's our yeah. ace card at the end of the game. You know, break some shit up and, and possibly, you know, I don't want to say the word, but maybe it, it smelled a bit arrogant, actually, that we, we put a we put a fast man on the on the bench thinking, oh, we'll, we'll run away with it with the Knights. And, and the Knights had plenty of effort, actually, and they just juiced us. But yeah, that was just my, my two cents. But there is a little bit of talk that maybe Chance was a little bit, um, oh, there was a murmur going around that he might not have been able to start the game as well. So perhaps Toro Picky was a bit of an insurance yeah. plan if Chance yeah. went down as well. But, yeah, it's... Um, yeah, it, it didn't yeah, work out. That's the way. thing. Insurance policy mm. is probably the good term for it because uh, we've been, you know, purchasing a lot of those in recent times just from sheer necessity. Um, but but it is interesting. Obviously, you know, it was what a good four out of your um, starting six forwards not available. Um, that's that's huge. That's a huge chunk out of your game. That messes obviously with your forward pack, but then it messes with your bench. And then we start playing a game that's probably yeah. not quite our blueprint from what we started at the start of the year. We're really clear on what we mm. wanted to do. Uh, and, and now we're just sort of guys going down left, right, and center. Oh, I was watching the game at one point, I think probably when Egan got hit. And I was just like, man, can we just have a game where, like, shit just doesn't fall to pieces? Like, come on. Like, you know, I know we've been winning. Um, but you just want a little bit, yeah. some some sort of, uh, yeah. What's yeah. all this adversity? Come on, man. Like, but on, a, on a serious note, on a serious note, uh, Egan is in trouble. Like, mm. and this is the accumulation of head yep. knocks and quick successions. And, and actually, I think this that whether it's the science or what happens is, you know, once you get a head knock, you know, you, you lose a little bit of um, how would you put it? Uh, well, your propensity to be hit again if you do get hit, mm. uh, to be knocked out mm. again increases, and it just it just accumulates. And he's, I think he's had this is close to mm. his third right this season already. Yeah, yep. two two official as well. Maybe two will be ruled out for the eleven days, and maybe yeah. a light head knock. At the do start. we need so, to start like maybe uh, he, um, saving the fatigue factor because? You know, when I saw him get smacked, I was kind of like, oh, man, I, I just feel like we're trying to – he's just probably just trying to do a bit too much and we're trying to, you know, run him a bit hard in terms of minutes. Um, Isaac, do you think we we need to just maybe just split those kind of dummy half duties a bit better than we have been? 
think maybe something has to change as much as I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd rather it don't because I love the quality of his play, but um, to pres- preserve him almost, mm-hmm. I hate to say it, maybe there needs to be a little bit of thought put into how we can, yeah, preserve manage. his noggin and getting someone else that, yeah, manage manage um, his workload in that area and give someone else um, some minutes at, at dummy half. I mean, hey, look, I, I thought Sarah mm-hmm. had a great game at dummy half. Like, I know Dan's a massive fan of his, and you know, I've been a fan, but I became more of a fan of his after the, the weekend because yeah. he filled in admirably. I mean, he doesn't have the running game, but his service out of dummy half was sharp. I mean, he seemed to be putting people in the right direction. And, you know, he yeah. can defend as well. Um, so, you know, maybe a, a bench spot for yeah. someone like yep. Cyril, uh to give Wade Egan a hand. I mean, again, that just throws up, you know, the million-dollar question of what the bench, like what is our yeah. best-looking 17? Um, it's a good headache to have, but uh, if Wade Egan's going to be a problem, that's another yeah. thing you're going to have to consider. And I, I thought that um, Serenin's service out of dummy half was miles better than what uh, Walker had done earlier in the season when we got him in there. Um, our, yeah. We were we were a lot more fluent. You know, the second half we were we were looking really good, uh, really good. Um, one thing that wasn't quite as good, one thing that stood out to me, he was playing good, uh, but however, the commentator saying his, his name was not great. Uh, and that is uh, the man uh, that Fox call Tom L.A. <laughs> L.A. Yeah, that's right. Could be worse. I was thinking. Could be worse. Tom I Ale. Had, yeah. I have heard worse. I've had, I've had yeah. heard Tom Ale. Tom Ale. Tom Ale. Tom Ale. Or you put, put his two names Tom together in. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean. <laughs> Tom Ale. Hey, Tom Ale. Hot Tom Ale. And that's exactly how you say his name. Ale. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you'd ever hey, do a same name, hey, same hey, name hey. for a guy who's got like three letters in his first name and then three letters in his surname, but there you go, Tom. Allen. <laughs> not LA, not LA. LA. <laughs> LA. And can we just highlight, so I put this on here um, as well. So Tom Allet, 46 minutes, so an extra, extra stint this week given light on troops as well, but well-deserved. He bought energy effort. Uh, 14 runs for 155 meters, uh, two tackle breaks, 31 yeah, tackles, zero misses. That, um, that's and, and rugby gold right there. That is gold. 41 odd points for that for that time. Um, point a minute. And not only that, like he was steaming yeah, onto, yeah, yeah. onto it as well. Throwback to some yeah. hytro days we had. But he's, he's, he's such a good year. mix um, of that that fire, but also able to maintain like. He, He's just showing throughout the season. He showed it in the preseason game as well. And everyone got all excited. It was like, oh, shit. He's just like gone for bloody, you know, um, you know, 40-odd minutes just nonstop. And he was everywhere, you know. So, um, yeah, that's that's a really cool, um, exciting thing for him. And I think, you know, how we use him will, will you know, probably show that and he'll reap some rewards in the next few weeks. But um, reaping rewards was something that our lower-grade teams were doing on the weekend. Uh, we had the New South Wales Cup team, ooh, 54-14 winners uh, over the Knights. So that was lovely. They were um, getting tries all over the place. I know a guy called Dylan White and he's a Lesniak, got four. Uh, and, yeah, a couple of guys playing really well, um, like Volkman, who could potentially, you know, more than likely be in back in the starting lineup this coming week. He was looking good. 
Uh, see for Kula, there's, there's yeah, a few of these guys really playing well in that uh, New South Wales Cup team. So second on the table. So that's uh, that's awesome. I also just want to give a quick um, shout out to uh, the Warriors SG Ball team who wrapped up their season. Uh, they played the the makeup game, if you will, on the weekend, which they won against Manly, twenty points to ten. So uh, they finished the year in ninth spot. So um, just missing out on the you know a couple of points away from the top six uh, to make the finals. But uh, I think all in all, pretty you know a pretty good season for for the young lads, the first year back in the in the comp and. Um, just yeah, ex- exciting future. Um, so yeah, shout out to uh, to those boys for um, for all that they did for their season. So um, we are now in the NRL season. We've played our first block of six games, so we are one quarter of the way through our draw. Got twenty four matches in the season, so we've played our first six. There we go. Quick maths, um, boys. Uh, let's do a quick short balls. Let's describe this first quarter of Warrior Ball at the first quarter of the season as an Easter treat. And we'll start with Daniel Farakura. Dan. <laughs> so my Easter treat, this, uh, I used to love to tuck into as a young fella as well, probably not so much these days, but is when you got the like chocolate oh. buttons Easter egg. So if you haven't, hadn't had that before, you've got this nice boxed, um, uh, Easter egg and you're sweet, you're wrapped with it, you know, it's what you wanted. You, you chew into it and next thing you know, there's a bag of chocolate, chocolate buttons on the inside. And I think that's how the season's been. It's uh, started off well, looked well, but when, once you get through it as well, bang, there's been some extra in there as well. So, uh, you know, I think very happy to receive the extra buttons and that's what the, the first <laughs> game's been. Chocolate action, that's, that's cool. I was just like, Knocking the top off it and then opening the bag and then like pouring them into the, the hollow egg and then just eating your way through the whole thing and being like and picking the buttons back out again. Like, <laughs> loosen up my butt. <laughs> oh, so good. God, I feel like one now. Um, Isaac, what is, <laughs> how would you uh, describe the first quarter of the, of the season as an Easter treat? Uh, growing up as a Muslim, Easter was never really a thing. So any sort of Easter egg <laughs> coming my way was always a bit of a bonus. Had to hide it. Um, if I was going to get one, my favorite thing with Easter eggs was always just to get the hollow ones and <laughs> smash them against my head and then pick apart the little bits and pieces. And yeah, just the dance effect. If there was something inside it, that's just a bonus. And I feel like the first quarter of this year has gone better than, ex- than we, any of us would have expected. Um, so yeah, hollow, it's got to be a hollow Easter egg though. It has to be hollow. Because you can't crack a solid block of yeah. chocolate. I mean, in saying that, like, that used to be, they used to be a bit more solid, right? The hollow eggs. <laughs> they used to be a bit thicker. You like, you they were them, solid, like, oh, yeah. You'd, you'd feel that. <laughs> Nowadays, you kind of yeah, need to shatter like, it. But, um, yeah. Might have been a living day stand down <laughs> back in the day. In the day. Yeah. But, um, yeah, some of them were actually pretty yeah, fucking solid, eh? Remember those? Yeah, inflation there, they've just shaved yeah. up a couple of millimetres. <laughs> That's it, shrinkflation. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go, this is a surprising one for me. Um, my Easter treat I'm going to describe the season as so far is a marshmallow Easter egg. And I'll tell you why. Because when I go to eat a marshmallow Easter egg, I'm not really expecting much. <laughs> and And after I eat it, I'm like, it was actually pleasantly surprising. And I'll, you know, generally go back for more. But just based on the level of expectation we started the season at and where we're at the moment, two wins out of, uh, sorry, uh, four wins out of 
six games. Very pleasantly surprised um, on on where we're at. So let's do a review. I think. Uh, Before we oh, do that, go. can I add yes. two more things? <laughs> Are these is the treats? So if I was a Tigers fan, Easter treats. If I was a Tigers fan. We'll get to this. I feel like I've been given a warehouse Easter egg. And it tastes like shit. That's probably like about old, three or four years old. Old shit. Mm. And I don't like it. And it's all the white shit's come out of it. No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And it clearly, as a Warriors fan, I've gorged on my chocolate buttons because I'm feeling a little bit unwell, a little bit sick. And that's how, unfortunately, about the next, potentially the next six blocker games. Could feel like because we've got down on troops and we've got some mm. big fixtures coming. But back it, back good, to the wall. Up. All right, let's go back to the early days. Uh, Friday, March the third. Oh, what a time to be alive! How there was a, a special game being played at Sky Stadium in Wellington. You boys were in attendance, and we managed to Cracking. knock over the Knights, twenty points to twelve. Um, Isaac, describe for us how that match was. From from your lens, just so good to be back. Just good to see Warriors fans. Nice to meet some uh, other Warriors fans. Are all part of the uh, the group here as well. Uh, it's just good to have. It was just good to have League back. Really for the year, it's been waiting for so long. Um, even though the Warriors have now made their customary slow start, uh, if if we're going to be reviewing uh, this first quarter of the season. Uh, the way they came back and pulled the win uh, at the stadium in front of a great crowd, yeah, good good way to start yeah, nice. the season. Uh, it was uh, and looking at that starting lineup as well, you just kind of drool over it and go, "Oh man, like how it's evolved now." And there's just so many guys out from from what we started with. But that's right. Week two uh, again, scoreline was again 2012, just like the old John Cusack movie. Um, this time against the Roosters over in Sydney, and unfortunately uh, we were beaten this time. Uh, again, a bit of a slow start, but Buddha, what did you think of of that particular game? But you were in attendance, oh, yeah, mate. So, uh, and and all I can remember you saying it was hot as balls over there. Yeah. So you talk us through it. Oh, you were sweating bro, in yeah, the we were sweating in the bloody like in the shaded section. It was bloody hot. Um, yeah, there with the Warrior Nation crew, and I actually uh, I felt like it was one of those games where um, I felt like we let it get away. Um, wasn't necessarily that I thought the Roosters were better than us. I actually felt like we we could have taken them out, but um, yeah, we just just a couple of things here and there, a couple of mistakes um, didn't really help our cause. And it was hot, and we this was the this was the point where we started, you know, copping um, a couple of injuries to the side as well. So I think in the end we finished with a short bench, um, and yeah, we we fought hard. Sounds familiar. Uh, resilient, but um, but yeah, just didn't quite uh, have the uh, the finishing touches. So, um, anyways, that took us to one and one. Week three, we travel over to Jesus. A good travel schedule, isn't it? Uh, over to uh, Townsville to take on the Cowboys. Yeehaw. And uh, we managed to again um, only hold the Cowboys to twelve points while we put on twenty six. So, um, Buddha, what did you like about this one? Maybe. Dare I say it, our most well-rounded performance of the season? Yeah, yep. Yeah, I must. You got to say this is the most complete performance. Um, although, you know, we let two tries in in the first ten minutes of the game as well. But um, 
just we dominated the back end of the half, first half, and then we just took that domination into into the second half. And uh, again, in Townsville, very hot, long way to go, travel delays. It was a massive ambush up there as well. Uh, we just we just caught them uh, unawares, really. And I think probably signaled to the NRL that this is a team, this is a proper team. You can't take them lightly, uh, and the Cowboys did. Um, but yeah, we it was one of those games that you're like, 15 minutes to go. We mm. pretty much have got this game, you know. Well, <laughs> we don't feel like no. that too often. <laughs> I feel like that's often, but with 10 minutes to go and you go, if I can dominate in this game, you know, it was yeah, great. It wasn't even really that, as close as it was. The 14-point margin probably flattered the cows. Um, uh, then then we came back back to a place called Mount Smart. Uh, is it the only time we've played at Mount It is. The only time we played at Mount Smart across the first quarter great. of the season. Two home games. <laughs> So yeah, we came exactly. uh, came home yep. to take on the Bulldogs. Yeehaw. Um tough game. A couple of former Penrith coaches at the helm of both teams. Um Isaac, what did you take from this close encounter? We took out sixteen to fourteen. Yeah, I think we talked about it in the podcast afterwards. So yeah, the battle <laughs> of the Penrith coaches and the Penrith styles. And uh, you know, a couple of controversial calls, you know, uh with the uh the strip on Pompey by Kikau and then the quick turnaround with the Fox scoring, but managed to eke out a win. I kind of felt like maybe you underestimated them because we had a you know, big pump up from the Cowboys game and playing at home, but still managed to eke out a win. So that makes it, what was that? It was, one yeah. At that point yep. It was. The season, which is pretty good. And I think also just uh, compared to both teams fought well, but the halves and there's number sevens yep. with a difference, right? And SJ just showed class and a game-breaking ability where Flanagan just showed that he is a second-rate half. Yeah. yeah. I think to that point as well, um, it's funny going uh, going over every single game when I think about the performance of SJ through each game, there is incremental yes. improvement. Like, yep. yeah, the curve is up. And then we hit the shot. Well, I mean... So That's a good point because we were we were worried about him going into the season. Uh, even the preseason games were a little bit scratchy, so a lot of people had a lot of Oof. questions about Sean. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he, he's really he from where he started at the start of the season, he's he's really coming on strong. So uh, especially in the game uh, against his former team, the Cronulla Sharks, this was round five over in the Nulla. I don't know if anyone's ever called it the Nulla before, um, but we, uh, we we gave away a good. A good start. We were down 20 points to nil and then 26 points to six. Uh, and ultimately, we came home 32 to 20 with a, a, a late penalty goal to a guy called John Johnson. What, a, what did you make of, of that particular game? May, maybe, dare I say this, maybe one of the greatest wins in history for our team. Yeah, yeah. May, uh, definitely rank in the top five greatest wins we would have had. Um, so what did I make of this game? First half, I just thought, fucking old warriors for the last, the COVID we're warriors. <laughs> you know, we're, just, we're back. You know, we're letting, um, obviously, do I say it, my second favorite team, you know, Sharp. I noticed that chat was pretty quiet. Behind, that he was flying. Nicole Hines, a woman. Yeah. I mean, you're <laughs> from, 
from flimsy edge defense to like silky, silky edge attack as well. Um, but oh, wow, like I know this team has shown some fight and resilience in the first few rounds of the season, you know, and um, yeah, not necessarily the same old Warriors, but the ability to come back as they did um, and then snatch, snatch it late. Uh, it was just phenomenal. So, yeah, a, a massive highlight as a Warriors fan since probably mm. the 218 season. We had some kind of, um, it was taking me back to maybe the early 2000s. I think we, I remember we played a game against Penrith over in, in Penrith and we, back when Stacey was playing and those boys, Ali, I think as well. I mean, we, yeah, we just came back from like miles down and just threw the ball around, just played some amazing, um, footy. I know this is a different team. This is, this is the Warriors team so far this year that I don't know. They're, they're they're a bit different to what we knew, which has mainly been good. Um, but Isaac, uh, round six. Uh, obviously, we've just spoken about the thirty-four twenty-four loss to the Knights. Um, maybe it's, you know losses are going to happen. Really, it's just just one of those things. Do you think? Losses are just going to happen. I thought Newcastle, um, you know, they, they came out to play. They had a pretty tough game and they managed to draw against uh, Manly the week before. So they were up for it as well. They had their own sort of resilient uh, resilience moment the week before. Um, I think a little bit of bad luck when they ran with injuries. I think a lot of energy from Newcastle. Tough to play over there as well in front of a pretty, pretty amazing crowd from what I could see on, uh, on the TV. Um, yeah, you're going to have those losses. First quarter, though, of this season still a, uh, still a win for us. And I think the boys just deserve a bit of a break to prepare for the second uh, quarter That's of right. the season. And they're not going to get one. Um, so, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, next week they're going to be playing on Saturday against the Cowboys. We're going to chat about that and just uh, have a bit of a preview as to how that game could shake out. Um, as we head back to Mount Smart Stadium. Oh, my gosh, for the second time this year. Hello. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, obviously after that, we've got a couple more uh, fun games. One over, over in Melbourne, which is an away game against the Storm on the, uh, the 25th of April. The upside of that one is at least it gives us uh, a 10-day break between games. It's going to be a Tuesday night game. So I don't, I don't know. Uh, hey? Yeah, Anzac Day. So I don't know. Uh, I mean, we obviously okay, we sense. went Sunday to Sunday uh, with the last game, and that felt like forever. So um, going Saturday to Tuesday, it's going to be um, – uh, Tuesday week, at least, is going to be a an interesting experience. But um, with our travel schedule, <laughs> um, we, we just take that, man. They understand. Obviously, we had Richard Agar Agar on the show, um, and they talked about the the game when they played the Roosters. Perhaps it was the Roosters. They just got out of Sydney mm. straight away yep. to get home. Um, or maybe it was against the Cowboys. They just got got on a plane, got out of there, so they could, and they got home at a silly clock, mm. silly o'clock, just so they didn't spend an extra day and get you know in that transit time before getting back. So, um, if you can get a ten day break between games, yeah, definitely take it. Take it. Uh, and so we are currently uh, after six rounds of the season, we're sitting nicely in fifth spot. We're on eight points, and and to be fair, uh, that's even number of points with the. Uh, second place team as well so Panthers, Storm, Dolphins and Warriors are all on eight points as are the Titans and 
roosters. But um, yeah, so still, you know, still pretty, pretty close, pretty jam packed. Obviously, early season, so um, that'll start to just shake out a bit. We've got a little couple more periods coming up. We've got like stuff like state of origin, all that sort of stuff to go through. So um, that will start just you know sorting things out a bit more. But the grind, it's uh, it's well and truly on for um, for our team. And uh, yeah, I think. If we'd gone over to Newcastle and got a win and gone five and one across the first quarter of the season, I'd be like, excellent. That's, that's an excellent start. Um, with that loss four and two, I still think it's very good. Um, and I just think about it in terms of if you're gunning for say 12 wins to get you right in that playoff mix, uh, we're a third of the way to that total. Um, but we've only played one quarter of our matches. So great start. Um, on to next week. On to next Quick week. Uh, plenty of um, going around as well um, in the NRL this Easter weekend. Uh, but what, are, what have you um, what have you noticed in the uh, the deliciously – oh, hang on. I've got one more. Could I make hmm? one point as well, especially just for the first quarter? Let's just think about how far we've come from the past yes. two years of performances yep. that we've had. So to be, I would have been ecstatic with yes. three and three, to, but to be, sorry, four and two coming into the first quarter, yep. unbelievable effort, I think. It's so close to being five out of six, so close to being six out of six. Huge yep. turnaround by the state. Definitely. And, and yeah, huge. I think you've got to recognize that. Only thing that annoys me is, and it's unfortunate, is that, you know, and actually, on the balance, we're happy with that because the injuries for the last two weeks have really highlighted that we haven't had our best team out there. But do you know that situation where you kind of go, well, if I had my dad, he could beat your dad up, that kind of thing. You know those things? Like, if I had my best players here, blah, 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 we would beat your best players. Because yeah. I feel like our team, our, our best side is, is – and I, way, maybe it's the way the NRL is at the moment, the way maybe – things have suddenly evened out that they talk about the Dolphins coming in and the player talent just shifting around a little bit. You've got clubs with marquee players, you know, the one, 1.2, million players. And that means you compensate for the players at the bottom end. I just feel the wars. We just have a, like an even bunch. I mean, look, the way Sean Johnson's playing for, what is he? A $500,000 mm. halfback. I mean, he, we're getting value. We're getting eight hundred, nine hundred thousand dollars worth of value. So if you if you look at all of that, we've I think we just and squad wise, when fit, we're mm. fucking scary, yep. man. Now, um, but yeah. So my expectations are shifting, but I do you have to go and appreciate the COVID years and how bad, and not even <laughs> the COVID years, even before the COVID years, yeah. how bad we've been. It, it is. It's, uh, um, you do know, you know, because we've been winning games. When you lose a game, it hurts. <laughs> So you're like you understand it. You're like yeah, we're gonna lose games, but because you've been used to that success, it's like it hurt a little bit. Uh, whereas last year it was just kind of like, <laughs> you know, and it's the nights, <laughs> the nights. <laughs> you know, I, I don't yeah, mind when you go yeah. down to a Roosters, you know, or a you just South know, or a Melbourne, but the nights, an eight side, the nights well, are gonna be an eight easy, side uh, compared to uh, one of our good listeners, Andy. Uh, because uh, his partner, who's my workmate, Viv, is a Knights fan. So uh, so he was very happy round one. Um, but um, congrats to Viv this time round. So I hope, uh, I hope Andy I share is, the chocolates. Uh, yeah, hope he's, hope he's doing all right. Um, but, yeah, 
I can't remember what we were talking about. Uh, 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 oh, just on the SJ thing. Um, I don't know if this is the case yes. anymore because of, you know, inflation, blah, blah, blah. But uh, when I left New Zealand, I remember the, the Wendy's um, burgers used to have like a $5 um, pack, which was like a cheeseburger and chips and an ice cream thing and a drink. And it was a good size, like for $5. I was like, damn, that's some good value. And that's exactly what I was thinking of uh, when you were talking about Sean Johnson's performance. <laughs> <laughs> damn, that's a good value. <laughs> That's a $5 that, Wendy's that, pack. That meal's 20 bucks, our <laughs> man. Yeah. It's 20 bucks in New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or it's closed down. Sorry. Wendy's is gone. Oh, COVID. shucks. That's hard. That's hard. That's hard. Life is hard. Uh, league is also hard. Um, but uh, give us an Easter foil, tinfoil wrapped NRL wrap. Just a quick little cheeky Easter Easter wrap. Um, what can I say? I mean, it's been uh, an interesting round. I think, uh, I think it's uh, been around where um, some of those high flyers have been brought back to earth, uh, a la Brisbane <laughs> fucking Broncos, fucking big die. And actually, what it showed is, um, yes, they have might the might, the power, the speed, uh, the, the great looks, the beautiful <laughs> eyes, you know. Of the Reese Walsh is <laughs> of the world, uh, the Jordan Rickies as well. Um, yeah, good looking team. Got you know specimens out there, um, but <laughs> Ricky's ugly Raiders got <laughs> just. <laughs> and I'm and I say that love. I, I say that harshly because of Corey Horsburgh. Two words, yeah, Corey. Ugly <laughs> Horsburgh. <laughs> oh. And um, and obviously Rapana, who unfortunately what fourteen stitches or something like that. Oh, that was scary. As well, so controversial call actually. How did um, yeah? How did we see that particular call, lads? Didn't see it myself, so yeah. I know he got banged up and he got his melon split. But uh, someone's yeah. knee, right? <laughs> That's another another same name. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, he, uh, he just chased her and just, um, just, yeah. It was really just a complete accident, to be honest. Um, however, oh, so wasn't the, like the a... way I was looking at yeah. it was the fact that Jordan, I know, I know it wasn't technically an illegal thing that Marty had done, but the, the problem with it was Jordan had secured position, gone to the yes. ground, and through no fault of his own, knocked the ball on. So I looked at it from that. Yeah, well, you got, you got hit in the head and the yeah. ball came out. I was like, well, yeah. for my way of mm. thinking, you can't let Brisbane run off the score off that. Um, I know that they, they blew up the Lux, the Broncos fans, but that was my reasoning for it. I was like, no, no, no. Maybe, you know, mm. I was cheering for the Raiders to be fair. But, um, but yeah, I, I just looked at it from that perspective, thinking if, if the guy is going to lose the ball solely because he got hit in the head, you have to penalise I don't care if he's, you know, like two inches above the ground. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just one of those things. Um, yeah, I, I, I had, a, had a bit of a chat on Twitter with a few peeps and um, I came up with a call that the NRL should implement called the dead ball rule. So, because basically it was right in the, like the last five minutes, it was, game was on the balance. Apane um, obviously gets, catches the ball, drops to the ground to secure position. Tapa'u, tapa'u, yep. tapa'u, tapa'u, comes through, 
Chasers, you could say, overchased. And I guess his duty of care mm. got him penalised. Goes through and knees him in the head. Running in there. So it doesn't tackle him with his arms. Knee to head. So part of it is the duty of care of, you know, realising he should give up the chase as well, but completely accidental. But I feel like a call where yeah. it's just called a dead ball, you just make yep. them play the ball there because obviously the penalty yep. relieved things. So they got the kick to back to halfway and they got to yep. get the set back down there and basically it was in the grind. So nice yep. dead ball call yep. happens under the sports, softball, baseball, you know, you just go back to that that particular thing. You put the ball back mm. there, there's no knock on yep. and just play on again. Mm. Um, and everyone's kind of sort of none the wiser. The knock on was created by the accidental yeah. Yeah, fair. head knock. No, I, yeah, I like that. I do like that. Um, <clears throat> might have just made scenes a little bit more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Cordial. Some of those, uh, some of those Broncos oh, fans. Go <laughs> the Raiders. I normally hate, normally hate the milk, eh, but up the milk. <laughs> Get it. Up the milk. Just to bring those, just to bring those Broncos back to, back, feet back on the ground and realize, you know, we haven't won the fucking comp yet. Yeah, glamour because boys. Have, just because we haven't left Queensland <laughs> yet as well. And we have 19 right. home games this year. I mean, I don't know. I, the, the day that we win the competition and we beat the Broncos in the grand final will just be, I'll quit rugby league. <laughs> I won't watch it now. And I think, I think with, the, with your last mic drop, you'll probably just be like, fuck you, Greg Dyer. Oh. <laughs> I need to go back through the whole podcast and just make a montage of every time you've said that. <laughs> You probably go for a good few minutes. <laughs> oi, oi, oi. Oh. Yeah, bro. Love, love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, fins get up. Fins, you know, I'm loving it. I'm loving Am the fins. Yes. And and oh. loving Fido up against How the whole team yeah. as well. Um, which is, I'm not always a massive fan of a of a team we're about to play losing as well. But uh, you gotta you got to give um, the fins... Um, some credit. They're down on troops too. Um, and I think the other thing I just, the other two games, actually a really good round, you think about it. Um, couldn't see this from the storm, actually. They've been traveling pretty poorly, gingerly, averagely, ground out a win, and then had a great win against uh, the Roosters. And, and I guess it was all about the big cheese turning back up at uh, Melbourne. And one thing that's kind of like the Broncos. Brought back to earth is manly. Everyone's going manly this, manly that, manly this, manly that. Seabold this, manly this, manly that. Mm. Manly got smacked. Yep. Smacked in the face. 32 nil at halftime. Yeah. With, a, with a big old bat. They yep. got smacked. Um, I also feel like it kind of corrected certain things because uh, the Panthers obviously lost a couple of games to start of the season. People were starting to be like, oh. I'm, I'm thinking now, nah, Barry. I think once we start to get a roll on the season and especially towards the pointy end of things, bro, the Panthers going to be right in there. Um, so, uh, I, oh. and just as we went to, went to airs, just to mention as well. And I know we're having a, a pretty good season, but, um, you know, we just took one out for our homies, West Tigers. <laughs> oh, and spare a thought for the West Tigers. Spare a thought. Please Benji. donate. <laughs> Please donate. And I just said to you guys before we were on air, like they had a, period of play in the first half where they had f- maybe three repeat sets. They had, oh, I don't know, six minutes in the 20-meter zone, and they just looked poor, mm. so bad. 
just so one out, like not, not looking to even build. You know how you even have set to set kind of plays, just you no know, settler settler to build a play, just not even the ability to build a play. It was just horrible. But they managed to get themselves back in the game and then lose it. So unlucky. Yeah. For all <laughs> Plus they had a um, bit of a problem with their jersey, the old Anzac jersey during the week. <laughs> the indigenous Anzac was one. It, yeah. The Anzac one? It was the Anzac one, eh? Anzac one with yeah. American troops. Yeah, American troops. With a with a uh with a British guy wearing the Anzac jersey. Yeah, did you see yeah. what he replied with that? Old Bateman? They were like, Oh what well what no, did you what did you get a you know, an Englishman to wear the jersey? And then Bateman replied to that and just said, Obviously the best looking <laughs> <laughs> win. That is a win. Uh, also, the funny thing was as well, um, uh, it might have been yesterday, it came up that some internet sleuths had spotted that um, the Raiders, on previous years, they'd done the same thing. <laughs> no one even noticed. Like, just like, eh? <laughs> Poor old Tigers. Cannot uh, catch a single trick. Um, but um, anyways. Anyway, is up. Or maybe not. Um <laughs> Now we've got the uh, we're bringing back a, a bit of a fan favourite this week because uh, in recent weeks we've been a little bit um, we've been a bit patchy with our work on it. So we are bringing back the Greg Spence special. This is the kitchen expense account for this week, and running the ball this week is Isaac Self. and crunching the numbers and yeah. balancing the numbers, <laughs> uh, in this week's expense account. Um, Paul Wade Egan. Has had six HIAs across his last uh, last nine starts at hooker. Uh, in those nine matches, he's only managed to play eighty minutes, Damn. just twice, just twice. So let's all preserve Wade Egan. Um, hope he's doing all right. Uh, in the first twenty minutes of game so far, the Warriors have just scored six points and conceded sixty-four. So they're conceding ten times as many points as we're scoring in the first twenty minutes of games. Thanks. Um, be nice to turn that around in quarter two of the season. Uh, but looking ahead to round seven, Sean Johnson has been on the victorious team in eight out of his last nine games versus the Cowboys um, and has never been defeated wow. at home when playing against North Queensland. So that's a very nice stat. And Sean Johnson, hopefully he, heard, he hears that. He's been playing great. You know, that's right. record against North Queensland. And if the Warriors gain their fifth win of the season – this coming weekend, they will have achieved that 78 days <laughs> earlier than, than in uh, 2022. 78 days. We're having games within 78 days. Somebody do the math there, please. I mean, it's going to be at least 10. 10? Well, it's at least 11 if you're paying like <laughs> 7 days apart, right? Yeah. So it's probably say, you know, oh, there's a buy. Oh, but you do beat the buy, do you? Did we beat the buy? We struggled. Yeah. Did we beat the buy? <laughs> I don't think the Tigers have beat the <laughs> Yeah, would have been a close one at least last year. But um, yeah, that's a that's a milestone achievement. Yeah. If you get the fifth win. Seventy-eight uh, <laughs> days. That's that, yeah, that's just cold blooded, man. But uh, that is your expense account. Yeah. Love that. I love how it puts, just puts ding, things ding. in perspective. It's like wow, holy shit! Like yeah, that that's actually quite something. Uh, both scary. Um, the the Wade issue, um, kind of terrifying. Um, Very scary. But, um, yeah, I was hoping that, you know, we'll be getting the best care in that. So um, just need to, like you say, Isaac, just preserve him. Cherish every, every hair on his head. Um, 
Round eight, boys. <laughs> Cherish the Come back. We're coming back home. Back to Auckland. Back to where the steak and cheese pies are good. Um, to take on the Cowboys, who are going to be there, mate. They're going to be bloody... I actually feel like they might be a little bit annoyed coming into this game. What are they? Two wins, four losses. So, um, and oh, we, shit. Yeah, we, we scorned them. Mm. What is up know. with that? They're not, a, they're not a dissimilar roster to last year, but they just seem so... Yeah, just yeah that's right. Um, but obviously, uh, we've still got... Still have a number of guys out. Um, uh, Marata Nukore has still got one more week to serve on the hoop drop suspension. Um, and then injury-wise, um, Demaire Martin is getting the scan on his leg. Uh, that doesn't look great. Uh, what, what's the chat on um, Tohu Harrison and old uh, Barney Barnett? So Tohu Harris is, uh, well, Webby said it's one of these things that it could be right just like that. We'll keep naming him, but then it's just not quite there. So the chat there is some some previous scar tissue from a previous knee injury, which they well they they thought think he's confident for this week, but again, it might not be there. Um, and Barnett's issue is um, obviously that horrible neck crusher, like the worst crusher I've seen. Well, not ever, obviously. Alex McKinnon, mm. that was just... Well, it wasn't a crusher, yep. but a neck injury. Mm. Um, but the reason why the crusher is banned because uh, he's got, yeah, neck... Well, some sort of neck trauma where they are trying to build the confidence in the contact to sign him off to play as well. And so they're just taking him step by step. So they still think he's mm. two to three okay. weeks away. All right. Uh, obviously, uh, Wade Egan's still going to be out as well. So, um, but probably Freddie Lussick slots in at number nine, I'm guessing. Our boy Lussick goes right. straight there, I think. And and to be honest, I think Egan needs a few weeks off. I think there's, this is the Kalen Ponga situation now. Mm, uh, yeah. Luke Carey, those those players that have had to have had uh, yep. stand down times as well. You know, so I think he needs a. Fortunately for Warriors fans, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens, but he probably needs a few weeks away from the game and contact as well. But I'm confident with Freddie Lussick. He's and he's a good footballer, yeah. solid. And he's been can get a couple of weeks, game. you know, in the saddle as well can uh, can only help uh, both his form and uh, and how he fits in with the team. Um, Isaac, do you think uh, we'll go back to bringing Ronnie Volkman in? Um, at 5'8", assuming that Demaria is out? I think it's pretty safe to say, right? I mean, kind of a little bit short on options there at the moment. Um, and I don't mind seeing Volpen play either. I mean, he was a bit of a mixed bag in that uh, Sharks game, but he still had a f- couple of nice touches, and I think he's probably going to be better for it this time round. Um, I think it's probably pretty good opposition for him to play. You know, him you know, nice of him to play the Cowboys versus playing, let's say, Melbourne or Penrith. Um, just a good opportunity for him to build some mm. confidence there. But I think um, people will be sort of murmuring about when Metcalf gets back yeah. right, as well. Like, is Tamari Martin going to be off for a prolonged period of time? It kind of looks like that. Um, how quickly are people going to be wanting to see Metcalf um, have a punt at the 5 uh, mm. position? 
Um, what are your thoughts on on Metcalf? Like, if he does, or if and when he My does thoughts? come back? Um, Either of us. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, yeah look, probably the name that sprung to mind when when Temaiti went down. It was like, okay, how far away is old um, Metcalf? But um, I guess the thing that's annoyed me with the Metcalf situation is the the tag, the indefinite tag. I'm just like, man, just just throw a number out there, like you know, say twelve weeks or something, like just give us something. And even if he's not ready by that time, at least it gives us a little bit of mentally a little bit of certainty to when we could possibly expect him. If it you know drags on, then it drags on. That's cool. But saying indefinite, just um, that, just mentally, I can't can't quite handle that. But um, I, I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it'd be cool to see how he goes. Obviously, he's going to need um, a little bit of time at New South Wales Cup anyway to get going. Um, so, I mean, uh, expecting probably the worst from um, from Timaide Martin's perspective because you know, it's just what we've been getting all season, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, we're going to be probably needing someone in that six jersey for quite a while um, for the rest of the year, potentially. I'm going to throw a massive spin. Here we go. Here we go. we go. Yeah. I like this. Oh. No, no, no. We're in the Fords, man, <laughs> to be honest. So, yeah, Carl Lawton. I'm over Carl Lawton. I'm over Carl Lawton. Never over Carl Lawton. Nah, Sarah has sure, sure my new Carl Lawton. He's moved on. Um, well, he's not here. Yeah, it's nah, the rebound. Nah, nah. He's not quite, they're quite different. But similar. Oh. Um, so one thing that it's, it's frustrated me, and, and I get the depth chart thing as well, like, but you cannot have a player like Dallin mm. playing New South Wales Cup. <laughs> 800 Ripping mm. and tearing. And I know, like, yeah, positions, and, and, and look, we're not coaches, we're not coaches, but you just got to have your best players out there. You've got to have the best first-grade quality players out there um, and trust. And I think we do it with the Ford Pack. Trust that they can get a job done. And we've done it, we've shown with the Ford Pack. We've had... Mix a mix mash of four pack. The, the the beauty is that we we listed through that four pack potential options with them and also a massive bench. And we still have a we could potentially have a current miss out of that team mm. who has been mm. playing awesomely. I think it's time we yep. need to do it at the backs. For me, Falkman, it, it's obviously tearing up cup. He's doing really well, but you can't have SJ and Volkman together. I did well. You can obviously, and they will play. They mm. more, more likely will play, but I just think that he doesn't. I don't know. I haven't seen in the in, in first grade Volkman play the six role that well. I mean, you you, you typically want to not that Tamaidi is a runner, but he can run as well. So I don't know. Um, and he was a defensive liability. Yeah. They got yeah, they pulled yep. him against the Sharks. Mm. You know, the Sharks picked him out, ran a massive. Line at him, HI ate him as well. So that's not, you know, obviously unfortunate. But so my bold prediction, my span in the works is Dallin plays fullback. Oh, okay. And Charles plays six. Okay. Charles plays six. How he good did Charles look? He played six in the let's it, in the back end of the game. He played six mm. back back end of the game. And two old picky came in as well. And Dylan had to come back in the forwards. And the try he set up for 40 was just, it, he just ran. He did an SJ line, ran to the line, put 40 through. Effort on effort guy. He could be our version of Jack yeah. Whiten. 
Yep. Just putting it out there. And you get Dallin at the back. Dallin yep. used to play fullback. You know, I know he hasn't played a lot of fullback. Safe under the high ball. Fit as anything. Returns, you know, covers ground. Cossie and Monty have been, um, obviously apart from their little mistakes they've made as well, I don't think it's an, enough to even pull Cossie out to go keep Cossie on, you know, out of the out of the side. Especially when I think Valier defensively mm. is struggling. So the other option was Chuck Monte into centres to accommodate is him. Is Willie Army? I don't know. Just mm. um, again, he's probably the one that annoys me. You, you know, like calf. Everyone else is, and he's been calf. Yeah, he's definite. You know, like oh, you so, be getting out with those calves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that's true. Oh, no, no, it's always <laughs> indefinite. <laughs> picking up uh, Prince Miles before. <laughs> Bloody hell. Oh, age. So, age. A little bit of a randy, call. boys. I don't know. What, interesting what do call with CNK at mm. six. I like it. I have to admit, mm. I like it. He wouldn't be a liability defensively. We know that. No. Nope. Nope. He'd be pretty good at organizing on defense, seeing as he plays fullback. And I don't mind Dallin at fullback versus him on the wing for some reason. I would prefer him to play mm-hmm. a fullback than on the wing. I know there's punters out there that the purists, like, you know, this position he plays a special position, and I know there's been some kind of setup like that, but I don't know. When you're you're down on troops, you know, I just think you need to – you just have to have your, your best yep. players out there and just trust that they can fucking do a job. What a, mm, flip side of that is, is it a voted confidence for Volkman, though, if you play someone – uh, completely out of position, never played at five eighths before. I like to He's a seven. Oh. He's a seven. Can't have two sevens, man. Yeah, yeah. But you know, he's also the you know, probably the future seven in the club too. Like you know, there's a, a lot for him to ponder. And that's I'm, I guess I'm saying yeah. there's a yeah, lot. Yeah. For and him the, to the, um, they'll go that way. They'll it's safe and like, you yeah, can still do a job, but I just don't know. I just think um we need defensive security. Man, we don't need any chinks in armour, eh? Yep. You know, and then nah. this is the way Chance actually is, you know, I haven't seen a lot of that f- for Chance for a while, eh? The ability to ball play. Like, we've seen him take those car- tough carries and, you know, dummy half runs as well. But, you know, even that try disallowed, it just showed, you know, he, he can play that kind of, not as r- silky mm. as Reese Walsh, but, you know. Because, you can, know, if we put Volkman in there, we... We know that they're going to be bloody sending Jeremiah Nanai straight at him. Tamalolo. Bloody just <laughs> yeah. running those angles. Tamalolo, yeah. Cohen has all these, all these gun edge runners. They Potter, they'll be running everybody as well. Cows. They've got a good team. Um, but, yeah, he's hoping that they don't turn up next week. Um, uh, but, yeah, boys, uh, we probably should jump on out of here because we've, we've chatted on for a little bit. Uh <laughs> <laughs> got an extra time. Golden point. Golden um, point. If you're um, if you're listening to us, um, you subscribe and follow us on Spotify or Apple or, or YouTube if you want. Just hit the subscribe button. Much appreciated uh, for everyone who's uh, subscribing. Uh, also, you can check us out on Facebook. Got the uh, the group going strong in there. All sorts of banter going around. Um, what else we got? Uh, Twitter, Insta. I don't know something else. TikTok. We got no. T- no TikTok. My space. MySpace. You know, <laughs> High five. Evo, we're everywhere. High <laughs> <laughs> five. Oh, boy. Uh, and, yeah, just... Um, if, if you want my AOL or if you, you know, want uh, my ICQ. <laughs> yeah, if you uh, 
Download us That's on right. feel, feel free to spread the word, uh, Warriors Anonymous. Spread it far and wide to uh, to your friends or whoever. But um, I guess we'll get on out of here, fellas. Uh, we've got a big game coming up against the Cowboys. It's going to be interesting. A little bit, uh, probably a little bit scary, but um, but you know, we have faith. Our boys can we can bounce back. We can get home. There's no place like home. <sighs> on behalf of the MIA, my name is Good luck home. for your exam, bro. <laughs> Kill it. Uh, also, Isaac Sauce and Daniel Fletcher. Hey, My name is Jim Crane. This be Warriors Anonymous. Go, you <laughs> <laughs>